Back here on The Word with G. And before we get to our next guest, don't forget, we've got the 2021 ESPN Chattanooga Bracket Challenge presented by Crystal live right now. If you want to jump in on that, sign up in less than a minute under the contest tab on the ESPNChattanooga.com. The sign-up link is also available on our station's Facebook page and Twitter handle at ESPN1051. The Zone, the perfect bracket, nets you $1 million if you can come up with that. You also, for top-graded brackets, will be able to get great prizes from Crystal as well. So that's fun. Do that. Sign up now. Thank me later. Compete against me, Wells, David, all of us here at Brewer Media Group. And I'm just here to tell you that um, you're not going to beat me. So just if you would like to try, go ahead and uh, we can have some fun with that. I'll put my pride on the line for that any day of the week. All right, let's talk Chattanooga State Baseball. And joining us now is the head coach of the 10-3 and Tigers of Chattanooga State. Greg Dennis, coach, welcome in. What's going on? Uh, not much, man. Just uh, like you said earlier, living the dream. Yes, living the dream, man. And uh, are, are you a uh, are you an NCAA guy? You know, March Madness. You fill up brackets and things like that on on a, on a regular basis. I, I'm usually good for one bracket. Okay, they do a family one, and we'll we'll do one for whoever wins the 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 bracket gets to choose where we go to dinner that Saturday or whatever. I like so, that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good for one. Beautiful. No, no, nothing wrong. It's just it's always fun just to to kind of get in the mix and, and have some fun. Like you said, if you do it with a family member, like we're doing it here with a bunch of listeners, it's it's always fun to kind of keep up with it that way. Oh, absolutely. I think that that's that's a big part of the year right there. March would be the same if you didn't at least do one bright. Exactly. You have to do at least one. All right, let's talk a little bit about your team and where they're at right now. You guys split with Carson Newman in your last you know, two games there, seven four loss and then an eight nothing win. And then you had a single game on Tuesday against Maryville, which you won fifteen to nothing. Tell us a little bit about those games, how they went. First we can start with the Carson Newman one. Again, guys lost seven to four. Bullpen kind of faltered a little bit with on you in that one, but then came back strong with an eight nothing win. Yeah, we just uh we did. We started off uh kind of flat, uh we struggle a little bit on the road. We haven't played a lot of road games, and usually in February we try to play as many as we can. And I think uh, we're still finding our legs when we get off the, the vans or the bus and, and, and kind of getting ready. And I think Carson Newman did a nice job of, of holding us down the first game. And, and finally we kind of spurted and scored those three in the fifth to go up four to four to uh, one. And then, uh, you know, like you said, I mean, we just uh, – you know that that shutdown inning. After you score, you got to go out and throw that zero up. Yeah. Instead, we went out, hit a guy, and gave up a couple hits. And then uh, the next thing you know, that that three runs wasn't enough as they threw up a six spot. So uh, it was disappointing, and and uh, you know just another learning experience for guys coming in out of the out of the pen, learning how to step into a situation and uh, be able to find a way to hopefully slow down the momentum. Hey, no doubt about that. I'm just realizing as I'm I'm talking about this that we talked about the Carson Newman games last week. That's how long ago it's been uh, since we, you guys had played like on a weekend. Uh, but you got a chance to play Maryville on Tuesday, and that game is 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 more up to date. You won 15 to nothing in that one. Talk to me about what you liked out of Sam Fulton, if I'm not mistaken, got the start in that one, and what your hitters were able to do well in that fifth nothing, 15 nothing win. Yeah, he, he threw really well. Sam has been remarkable. I think he's got 20 innings uh, so far this year and no uh, no earned runs. Uh, he just uh, stuffed the, the, the strike zone full. Uh, his ball was really live. The, the catcher, said, James Basham, said it was just cutting about six inches. 
and running and uh, honestly, I mean, we played we played their varsity, and we figured we were really going to have our hands full. I know they're D three, but they're a, a competitive D three, and he really just neutralized them and gave us a chance to kind of get our feet under us. And uh, we did a nice job offensively of just kind of spreading it out and uh, you know moving runners around and picking runners up. And uh, uh, it was it was a really good evening. I mean, it was uh, it was a lot of fun to see the offense kind of get clicking and, and do a nice job up on the bump. And how about James Basham? Is somebody that kind of stuck out to me. He he had himself a really nice game in that one and. I know Logan Smith has been really good for you behind the dish and at the plate as well. What was it like uh, to see a different guy behind home plate, I think, for the first time since this whole season, other than Logan Smith? What did he look like behind the dish, and, and you know what made him so successful at the dish being a hitter? Well, actually, Logan has been catching the whole time, but the first game against Carson Newman, he got hit in the back of the head with a back swing Ooh. and uh, has been out with a concussion oh. and is just now getting ready to come back. So. Uh, Bash actually jumped in the end of the first game at Curse Newman, caught all of the second game, and then caught the game against Maryville. We brought him in as a catcher. He was a preferred walk-on at Mississippi State. And uh, it, it, the thing about him is he's just kind of a Swiss Army knife. He does a little bit of everything. He is really athletic. Uh, we played him at third. We played him at short. We played him in right. And, and certainly we played him behind the plate. Uh, he, he does a really, really good job back there. Uh, uh, we are kind of spoiled with Logan and, and him both, and uh, it's been good to get to see him back there, and it's also been good to be able to get his bat back in the lineup, and uh, he's uh, he's he's kind of a catalyst for us offensively. He plays with a lot of energy. Oh, that's great. Uh, again, Greg Dennis, uh, our guest here on The Word with G, head coach of Chattanooga State Baseball Program. Now, something interesting there that you said about uh, Bash, you know, that he's a Swiss Army knife, that he can do a lot of different things, and as a coach, I think this is always something that's that's underrated, and I think it talk. You know, a lot of younger, I guess not younger coaches, but you know, coaches that coach younger guys always talk about having versatility, being able to play different positions, being an athlete, and giving yourself the best chance to get on the field and get into the lineup. Talk to me a little bit about how important it is for you, for your guys, or in your coaching career, for guys to have versatility and to be able to play multiple positions and to be able to just get themselves in the lineup. Because we all know if you hit, you're going to play, but you also have to be able to play a little bit of defense. And it's nice to be able to play some defense because, as you know, there's going to come a time, be a come, there's going to come a time in a game where there's going to be a big play that needs to be made defensively and you have to be able to at least have a little bit of confidence that that player, even if they can swing it, can also play uh, defense a little bit too. Yeah, absolutely. And I think... The, the tricky thing, Greg, about the, the versatility guys and the utility type guys is you don't want to be necessarily a jack-of-all-trades, a master of none, because mm -hmm. then you are you tend to get pushed around by the guys that are a little better than you at any given spot. Uh, you want those guys that are maybe really good at one place but have the ability to also slide over and go and do something else. Uh, and I think... James is a is a very good example of that. He is very he is very proficient behind the plate and very strong, but he has the tools to go and play infield and even play outfield and be be competitive out there. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times, I think guys don't spend. I know a lot of high school coaches sometimes, and I understand where they're coming from, but they'll go, "This guy's just a really you know he's a great utility guy," and but a lot of times. Unfortunately, as recruiters, that's kind of code for doesn't really do anything all that great. And 
you know, we, we want to make sure guys understand it's great to be versatile, but you want to be able to do something really, really well. And uh, it's kind of the same way at the plate, you know, as a hitter. You, uh, it's great to be able to do a bunch of different things and whatever, and that's all. But at some point, you need to be able to do one thing really, really well so that there's always that fallback to go to. And uh, we, try to, we try to encourage as much versatility as we can but not lose that, uh, that, that primary focus on where we uh, want to be really strong. Very well said. Very well said. Again, Greg Dennis hanging with us here on The Word with G-Talking, Chat State Baseball. So basically what you're looking for is basically like a Manny Machado, uh, Alex Rodriguez type, yeah? I could take I could take 10 or 12 of those. Probably <laughs> be, I, I, I would sleep a little better at night, I imagine. Yeah, no. I, but no, you're, you're, I mean, you're right. You want guys, yeah. you want guys that are really athletic. We, we, we recruit, I, I don't think any different than anybody else, center fielders, shortstops, catchers. I mean, those guys are guys that typically can go and do a number of different things that are going to be key to you. All right, let's talk about your two top pitchers in Kobe Robinson and Cam Hansen. Man, they haven't pitched in like three weeks, and there's been cancellations because of weather and COVID and just a lot of different things. You guys haven't played much on weekends uh, of late, and they haven't gotten an opportunity to pitch since I was there last, and, and you guys played Walter State, which you'll be facing again this Saturday, and we'll talk about that coming up. But what has it been like for those guys? You told me that Kobe Robinson is kind of a ball of energy, and he's kind of bouncing all over the place a lot of times. So how has he and Cam been handling just having to pitch inner squads and bullpens and not being able to get out there in game action? I can only imagine that both of them are just chomping at the bit at this point. Yeah, they are. They're, they're, I think they really, really are, and I think they both go about it differently. I think, as you said, I mean, Kobe, is he's a ball of energy, and he, he just wants to be out in the middle of it, and he even – we didn't take him to Maryville with us because he wasn't going to throw, and he just drove up there just to go up there and be <laughs> there because he just he just wants to be out there. Yeah. And uh, he he's uh, thrown well in inner squad, and I know he. We just have to kind of keep uh, keep him a little bit, uh, you know, just kind of kind of keep him under control a little because he really he wants to bounce around some. Cam actually, Cam had a little bit of uh, uh, soreness. And so it's been kind of a nice break for him. He's back to feeling really 100, 100% now. Uh, and I think he would have been fine to throw last week. But uh, he, you know, I, I think he came out and had two pretty uh, deep outings in both games where, you know, he had the one hitter and the no hitter, and both of them he went complete games. And I don't know that maybe it wasn't something kind of good that he maybe got a little bit more of a break. And, uh, you know, even though it's early in the year. So, I think they're both really chomping at the bits and excited to get back out there. And I know we're excited to get to see them again. And it just so happens it's going to be against, you know, Walters, who we saw the last time they were out there. But, you know, that's, uh, that's just kind of part of it. You know, you don't get to pick and choose when, when you go out. You, you just go out there and you line up with whoever's across from you. No doubt about it. Again, Greg Dennis, our guest here on The Word with G. Now let's turn our attention to Walters. And they're a team, as I just Looked, they're 19 and one right now. The only loss that they had this year, as you mentioned, was the game against you guys earlier this year, in which Cam shut them out and no hit them. So, what are some of the things that, as you've kind of, I'm sure, done your scouting and looked over some stuff, and they have three guys hitting over 400, and obviously that has to loom large in your preparation for saying, all right, you know, these, you know, to your starting pitchers, these are the guys we can't let beat us, but at the same time, we can't completely shy away from them. We're going to have to go at them. We're going to have to try to attack them and 
find out where the week. So what what are you expecting this weekend against Walter State? And what do you guys think? What do you have to do to be successful in these two games this week? Well, I don't think anything changes from what we were at three weeks ago or however many weeks, you know, two and a half weeks ago when we played them before. I mean, they're a very offensive team. Uh, the fact that they've got those guys up there and, and the force, I mean, every year they do. So uh, I don't think that changes. I think uh, they left here a couple of weeks ago, and I think, you know, basically we just made them matter and wet hornet is what happened. Mm-hmm. And I think they've taken it out the last couple of weeks on everybody. And there's not a doubt in my mind they're chomping at the bits to get back here and try to wash that taste out of their mouth with us. And that's the nature of competition. We've all been on both sides of that. So, I mean, it's, it, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing if our guys can go out there and, you know, try to get out early and punch them in the nose a little bit and try to slow them up some and give us the chance to, okay, now let's settle in and, and play our game. But, uh, they're, they're a very, very strong team. And, I mean, you saw them. They're very physical, yeah. very, uh, you know, they're very aggressive at the plate. They want to move the ball. They want, I mean, they, they are not a milk count and do whatever. They're going to get up there and they want action. And uh, you're right. You can't pitch around. You've just got to go, you know, get after them. But you got to pick your spots and you got to work. You know, if you can get a three-pitch mix going and you've got good stuff, which both those guys do, I feel like they can neutralize them to the point to keep us competitive. I love it, Coach. Well, I'm really excited to see the matchups and call the games this weekend. Uh, you can find it at Chattanooga State Baseball on YouTube. We'll have the games for you up there. I'll be calling those. Excited to get back in the booth and do that. Before I let you go, though, I know there's some players, and, and I know specifically with uh, I'm thinking about one of the guys I got a chance to talk to a little bit up in the booth in uh, Bryant Madden. Uh, how are how are you guys doing injury-wise? You've had some some time, downtime, as you mentioned, with Cam uh, pitching and, and some other guys. You know, How are you doing injury-wise with, with all your guys? Actually, we've got a couple guys. Uh, Bryant is real close to being back. He's mm-hmm. throwing pins at 100% and getting ready. Uh, we've got a couple other guys, Narada Monj and, and another a guy that have both been out that are now back and are throwing today actually in inner squad and innings. So we're, we're really excited that we're starting to get a hundred percent healthy. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to hopefully March being a little more forgiving to us and into Hmm. April. And then, uh, you know, as the tournament comes up, hope we've got all the uh, bullets in the chamber and we're able to go in there and, and really uh, try to make some hay with, with the whole, with the whole staff. What do you guys call your 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 field? Is it Tiger Stadium, Tiger Field? Like, do you guys have a name for the stadium? Oh, we really don't. I mean, I just I typically refer to it as Tiger Field because I mean, there's not really a name on it. So, uh, uh, you know, I, they, we we kept it pretty simple. But uh, you know, maybe who knows down the road, maybe uh, we'll we'll get somebody to come in here and want to slap their name on it. We'd be more than happy to to try to negotiate something out with them to do that. There I'm you sure. go. That would be great. Uh, Bryant did tell me he, uh, he he thinks it should be called Greg Dennis Field at Tiger Stadium. Uh, I don't know about <laughs> that. There's, there's been too much blood spilled on that both ways, I'm afraid. But it, 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 it's great to be here. It certainly is, Coach. You've done a great job at uh, Chattanooga State and uh, happy to chat with you every single week here on the program. And I will see you on Saturday, my friend. 12 o'clock start for the first game and 2.30 after that. You're playing 1-7 and then a 9, correct? Yes, sir. There we are. And we'll look forward to seeing you out here, Greg. All right, Coach. Enjoy the rest of this week, and uh, let's pray for the good weather this weekend and a couple of wins against Walter State. How about that? That sounds good to me. Let's All right. Playing on it. All right, my man. Be good. Thanks so much for your time.